Hey y'all, welcome to First the Podcast with Matthew and Madison Barrett. We're so happy you're joining us. Every week, we're going to be sitting down with our friends and family to talk about navigating life. We've quickly learned that no one has it figured out and we're all just doing our best. We're having conversations and hearing stories about things that we both wish we would have heard when we were going through our very own first. So grab your coffee and let's get into this week's episode of First. Okay, we're hitting it. Yeah. Yay! (laughs) We have Kaylee with us today. I'm going to introduce you because normally I let people introduce themselves, but I just want to really yeah go for just it, give you a little hype up real quick because you're a hype girl. <laughs> um, so Kaylee is a amazing photographer, best photographer in the world, based out of Nashville. She's always taking photos, editing photos, building relationships, helping photographers out. She's a good book recommender, a good book reader, and yoga instructor still. Yes. still? yes, yes. Yep. Oh my gosh, she's you're busy, like busy over here. Gal. <laughs> back of all trades yeah. I know I like it <laughs> yes so Kaylee means a lot to us because she did our engagement photo shoot and then we kept her around for our wedding too and she made it just the best like couldn't have done it without her you guys are so sweet you yeah oh <laughs> yeah we really couldn't have you kept I was happy to be there planner, but you kept it on track all day long it's one of my many hats that I wear on the wedding day. Yeah. <laughs> I guess when you do is so many, then you yes. just know. You're like, you need to do this. I know what to expect. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Grandma, get over here. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. Um, did I miss anything when I was introducing you? No, that was perfect. Yep. You're also a wife and a dog mom too. Yes. Yeah. Forgot Can't forget that. those. Even though frequently I feel like my business takes a front seat in life, but yes. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Well, so Matthew's actually who found you and like got us in touch with you. So I wanted to start from there. Like Matthew, how'd you find Kaylee and how did it first go when y'all were Insta DMing, I'm guessing? <laughs> yeah. I don't I mean, I don't really remember the past. Gosh, like, it's been so, so I long. Mean, I guess it's only been like two and a half years, but it seems like forever ago. It does seem but like forever ago. I was, I knew that when I proposed, it would be in Nashville because we just, that's our go-to vacation spot. Yeah. And I knew, I knew from when we started dating, whenever I proposed, it was going to be in Leafers Fork which is outside of Nashville because that's your, you say that's your favorite place. Yeah. So I knew that. And then I knew that we had talked before and you thought you would want that captured. Um, Matthew always said like, why can't we just take a selfie or something? I was like, are you kidding me? Do you know how important this moment is? (laughs) Look, my photo on my phone is still our engagement picture that you took. Oh my gosh. I love that. That's so cute. I get it. So I was like, well, I need to find a photographer that's based out of Nashville and I was like, well, I'm just going to go on Instagram. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like I just looked up Nashville photographers and Kaylee was one of the first ones I saw. And I just loved her edits and everything. Like they were just like different. Yeah. And she had a certain style and like, I just mm-hmm. was like, oh, I like her vibe. <laughs> and so I just DM'd her. <laughs> yeah. Instagram is a really good place to start. <laughs> yeah. 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 I just feel like that's how I look up food and stuff when I'm traveling somewhere. So why not Absolutely. find a photographer that way? Yeah. And, um, and I feel like that's the way the world works now is social media. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. So <laughs> then I just DM'd her and then I was like, we're going to be here on this date or whatever. And then it was just really funny because when we were actually in Leapers Fork, it's really bad service. Oh, such bad service with Kaylee because she's going to be hiding. And so that part was a little stressful, but yeah, yeah, that's how I found her. Yeah. Instagram. (laughs) There you go. It's working. Social media, bringing the world together. (laughs) So the first time I met you, you were popping out of bushes and yeah, being a good old creeper. (laughs) Yeah. Just, (laughs) I'm really good at it. Hiding behind bushes and just popping out at the right moment. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I guess I've, let me, let me circle back. Haley has her own podcast. That's why we're excited to have her. Cause she's Ooh. an actual podcaster. Um, so <laughs> she is clearly focused and I've listened to it. And I, I know your story of how you got started in photography. I don't want you to think I didn't listen and I'm not supporting, but can you tell she's doing listeners? your homework? <laughs> yeah. Where did you get started? Did you always want to be a photographer? How did it happen for you? So I picked up my, my mom's cell phone camera when I was in like eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Um, and even, I guess like kind of through mine, when we were walking around the mountains in, um, 
Rocky Mountain National Park in Estes Park, Colorado. Mm -hmm. And everywhere we went, I had that thing glued to my hand and I was taking pictures of like everything, flowers, the squirrels, (laughs) the little chipmunks (laughs) in the mountains, like everything, everything I saw, I just wanted to document it. Um, And I think it was just because I didn't know how often I'd be coming back and I wanted to be able to remember it. And I frequently still look at those photos, maybe not the phone ones, but the ones I started taking later on when I went with my camera. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I just kind of already started liking it just through that, being able to capture something that I could relive and look through two years later and still remember what I was feeling and what I was thinking in that moment. Mm -hmm. Um, And so then I decided I'm going to get a camera and actually do this like better than just on a phone. (laughs) So I asked for it from Christmas um, in my freshman year of high school. So it was like circa 2009, mm-hmm. my family, they all went in like my mom and my grandparents, and my uncle, they all went in on a camera together. Aww. Um, and they just were like, we don't know how long this is going to last. So we just got you like the bottom tier camera <laughs> right. so that, you know, and I was like, I don't blame you. I'm a 13 year old girl. Like I could change my mind tomorrow. So, um, yeah. little did they know here, I would be making a successful business out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so then after that, once I got like a big professional camera, I started just taking pictures of my friends, like setting up just weird. When I look back, they're really weird, but in, in the time of, they were really creative and fun uh-huh. shoots with my friends. And then it kind of morphed into like senior photos. I kind of grew with my clients. So like, yeah obviously freshman through junior year was just kind of like having fun, messing around, being creative. And then senior year was like starting senior photos, couples photos, that kind of stuff. And that's when I shot my first wedding. Um, I was, well, second shooting, I guess my first wedding. So it kind of morphed into there. And then I decided I wanted to go study it for school because I loved it so much. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, that's kind of how I got started in the very beginning, the early days. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And so were you thinking like career, like this is it, or were there backup plans? What was your mindset like? I definitely wanted to make it work as a career choice when I, I mean, I think when you're 18, 17, looking to graduate high school, it's hard to picture yourself doing one thing forever. And that for me was just something that was so fun and so enjoyable that I couldn't see myself doing anything else because I didn't have that passion or that fire for anything else besides photography. I'm not an athletic girl. I didn't play sports. (laughs) I played piano, but like I gave that up my senior year once I started doing photography. So I just was like, I couldn't see myself being like a professional pianist. Like, what am I supposed to do with that for the rest of my life? Um, so, so for me, photography was always like my big thing, my big passion. And, um, so I really wanted to make it work. I had some people in my ear, my family kind of being like, Oh, you know, art school, like you're going to not make a lot of money being a photographer and just want to make sure that you think that that's the right choice for you. Like they supported me no matter what, obviously they still do. Um, and they helped me through college and stuff, but at the beginning, they were just kind of like, we want to make sure you're thinking about it in the long term, and not just the four years you're going to be at college. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so then you're graduating high school, so you were looking at art schools. Yeah. So where so did you end up going? I ended up going to Savannah College of Art and Design. Um, which was a really, it's a really, really prestigious art school. And the way that I got into that was my junior year, actually. So before senior year, um, they had a like pre-college program where you would go there for five weeks and that's like half a semester for SCAD. They have like weird 10 weeks, 10 week quarters is what they're technically called and not really like one semester and then second semester. Um, so five weeks is like half of one of their semesters. And so I went there and I took two courses, stayed on campus. Um, I got to take photography and like two photography classes. It was, it was really, really cool just to kind of get that like college experience before I was even a senior in high school. Um, and then just kind of having that in my back pocket and seeing Savannah, the city is amazing. And like knowing the resources that the school had and the things that I already learned just in that five week program. I was like, yeah, this is where I'm going for school for sure. Like, I mean, I applied a couple other places. I applied to um, the Art Institute in Chicago. So not like the Arts Institute's college, but like the Art Institute in Chicago. Um, And I got in, but their program was so different. And that's why, so I ended up going to SCAD just because I could get a BFA in photography versus um, Chicago school was just kind of like a BFA in general. And you kind of emphasize in photography. So yeah. Yeah. You were all in on photography. You were like, oh, this yeah. is it. 
<laughs> I'm not really like a drawer. Drawer? Is that a word? Um, yeah. Or like sculptor or anything. Yeah, you weren't like gonna I, be walking around with one of those canvases or anything. Nope. No. <laughs> I mean, I I took other classes because you kind of had to. So I did take sculpture. I did take live drawing. I did take 3D. Like I took all these other classes just because I had to. Um, and I learned so much from them to give me like a well-rounded um, education for art. But um, I picked up a lot of habits or like a lot of skills that I didn't think that I would get like fibers. I took a bunch of fibers class. Mm-hmm. Um, so like think like textiles basically. Um, yeah. And that was fun, but it kind of, it, it, photography was it for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then are there like business courses there or like, how did you learn the business aspect of you're going to be a photographer? That's your business. That's the one thing that I wish they did at SCAD more, or that maybe I just didn't know that those were options. I think they had one course that was like business of photography mm-hmm. and it was mostly just like website uh, resume, like how to like basically network as a photographer. Um, and it wasn't necessarily about like running your own business as a photographer, which is why I feel like what most people end up doing once they graduate in that industry. Um, even if they're doing like fashion stuff, like they're still like working with magazines, like they're still their own business owner. They just have contracts with magazines. So I feel like it would have been so much easier to learn the business end of stuff. Um, if they had had that, which they might now, because I graduated in 2016. So it's been seven years. Things have changed. I'm sure there might be more courses available for that. But when I went, I think there was like one. So that's, yeah, no, that's crazy. So while you were in college, were you starting a business? Like when did the part of you click in? Like, well, I know you said when you were in high school still, you were studenting your friends and everything. But when did you really start like doing this and making money for real? Um, I'd say, so I got really burnt out after SCAD because doing four years of really intense art program, um, really just, I needed to take a break and take a step back. So I took a break. I graduated in like the spring of 2016. And then it was probably the spring of 2019 that I decided I wanted to get back into it. Um, I know it sounds so weird, but I like, I was thinking about it. I think a memory popped up on like my Instagram or Snapchat or something social media esque and was like, remember what you're doing like this time last year or something. And I was like, man, I miss being a photographer. Like just being that person that everybody goes to, to take photos and like being able to meet all the people that I met and like create and just have a hobby basically. Cause, um, I just, I missed it. So I was like, okay, I'm going to get back into it. So it was about then I, I bought a new camera. I started charging for shoots just because I already had all that experience under my belt and I went to college for it. So around, um, spring of 2019. So I took a three year, a a three year break, but yeah, Yeah, that's when I would really say I started. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. (laughs) That's like, that's just, that's crazy. You took that break and then like a memory was just like, I need to get back into this. Yeah. Cause it It seems like you were so passionate. So I know, well, the school, like I said, it was just, so much like you had your 10 weeks that you were just focused on nothing but that like eating breathing breathing sleeping photography and so doing that like all year and then even in the summer you know I was doing internships for photography I was like working at magazines I was just basically still doing photography in the summer so it's not like I got a break then so just year-round photography I was like oh my gosh this is just so much I don't want to do this I don't want to pick up a camera ever again (laughs) yeah I never I didn't think I was going to put it away permanently I just was like I'm going to take a step back so (laughs) she sounds like me when I graduated college I'll never step foot on a college campus again I hate (laughs) this life (laughs) and And here you are Um, (laughs) funny how that works (laughs) yep exactly (laughs) yeah So how did you, what was your strategy in getting clients, making the business grow? Was it all word of mouth, social media? How'd you make it happen? It was a little bit of both. Um, especially in when I first started, um, back again in 2019, 
I reached out to a lot of like former clients and friends and some family and stuff and was like, Hey, you know, I'm wanting to get my photography business off the ground again. If you guys ever need any photos, let me know. And then even just setting up like creative style shoots, just like asking some of my friends to model and take some couples photos just so I could work on like directing people and how to pose them and that kind of stuff. Um, and then also just having like new work to put out on my website and on my Instagram to show people that I was currently shooting. Um, so a lot of it kind of started with word of mouth. And then, um, I, and then I started setting up like a, a separate Instagram page just for my photography, redesigned my website and did all that kind of stuff just to start getting, um, getting some more people in that I didn't have to make my friends and family tell everybody about me. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever feel like self-conscious having to put yourself out there? Like, will you pay me to take pictures and how absolutely you get through that? Oh, absolutely. I still sometimes feel weird. Yeah. And I did, I did just have to like, almost, I think art school helped me develop that thick skin mm -hmm. because once you do, you know, you spend your 10 weeks like creating this, um, this work of art, you have to pin it up on the wall and you have your 20 students that you are 20, you know, uh, whatever you want to call them, I'm blanking on the word, but, um, peers that you're, you're promoting them, you're showing your work to, and they basically just critique at the critique it and they say, Hey, like, why'd you do this? You should change that. So it's not just like a paper that you write and you turn it into your professor and like they grade it and they give it back to you and nobody else sees it. It's like all 20 people are looking at your stuff and telling you what they love and what they hate about it. And it's very vulnerable. It's like, especially because a lot of those projects aren't just like, Oh, I look, Oh, look, I took these pretty photos. Like it's an emotional, like way to work through some trauma and stuff like that too. So we were all dealing with like sensitive issues while we we're critiquing our work up there. So I think that really helped me get some thick skin. So when I started my business, I kind of just had to put myself back in the saddle, like in that mindset again, and just say, I've done it before with way more vulnerable stuff. I can do it again. And um, I'm just like an energetic, like personable person. So I just powered through and was like, oh, I love everybody. They're going to love me. It's going to be great. <laughs> I love it. I love it too. So when you first started like in 2019, like did, did it just you know, you were like, I'm starting a business and then it just kind of took off or did you kind of go through peaks and valleys? Yeah, I had to, change? I had to start, obviously I felt like starting from square one. Um, even though I know I wasn't because I had that history already, it wasn't like I was just teaching myself from the very beginning all over again. But, um, I felt like I was starting from the ground level again. And I definitely like, I worked full time for like a year at a corporate job. Um, I was with a real estate agent and so I was her assistant. So I was doing a little bit of everything, but part of my job, the reason she hired me was because I have that photography background. Um, so she wanted me to take photos of the team, like the, you know, agent headshots and more than just like stuffy headshots, but like fun headshots and photos of the houses and all that kind of stuff. Um, and kind of help her with like marketing and stuff. And so I was able to start advertising some of those photos on my page as well. Um, and then once that started picking up, I kind of phased back and was like, I don't need to work full-time anymore. Um, so I went to a part-time job at a chiropractor's office and he, that was nice because I was able to work on stuff. Like when there weren't any clients, I was able to update my website or edit some photos or whatever. Um, and then as that picked up even more then I could step back fully and be full-time photographer. So it was definitely kind of a transition. Um, and there were times, you know, even like end of last year where you see your inquiry box, like sitting at zero and you don't have as many weddings booked as you want. And you're like, man, I'm going to have to get a part-time job. Like, what am I going to do? So there's still moments being a small business owner, especially for something like this, like that, you know, ebbs and flows, especially with the economy, um, yeah. that you definitely have to, you have that fear mindset a lot of times. Yeah. <laughs> No, you got to be strong to be a small business owner. I can't. I it's terrifying. I respect you. But <laughs> you also have the confidence, though, to do it that I think some people don't. Thanks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I I love watching your Instagram and your uh. reels and everything. I mean, that's how I found you. So yeah. Yeah. So, I try to make it fun and personable. So I think that definitely helps like give me a leg up is just show, showing who I am on my page. It does. And then when you actually meet clients, you're so nice and make everybody so comfortable Aww. that it's just like, 
She's yeah. my friend. Of course, hey, I'm going to smile for the camera and it's going to look good. And- of course. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> that's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> it's working. So um, <laughs> since you mentioned social media, I was going to say you're upbeat, you're fun, you're joyous on your Instagram. What do you do when you're not feeling it, but you need to post a reel? Like, how do you get yourself going? That's tough because... There are definitely, I think it really depends on why I'm feeling that way. If I'm like burnt out um, and just overworked and not doing um, like just doing too much work, basically, I try to set aside a day, at least one whole day Mm -hmm. that I can actually just step back and not do anything, whether that's like scheduling a massage, sitting on the couch and reading all day, like doing my nails, just something that I can not work and uh, refill my cup. Um, and that usually helps because then the next day I can come back in and be like, okay, I had my day, you know, I, I got to, you know, take a break or whatever. And then I can come back in and have a little bit more of a freshen mindset. But, um, a lot of it too, is just making sure I'm doing things for fun. Um, not just like not for work, but setting up fun shoots. And even though it seems kind of backwards because you're creating more work for yourself <laughs> in a sense, Um, you just, I, you know, you feel more inspired and you feel more, um, excited to work and create those reels and and edit those photos that you don't want to edit. But even there's sometimes where, uh, the hardest part I think is like sitting around until, especially in the summer, you know, I'm at home all day doing quote unquote, nothing. I'm actually editing and doing all, doing all the work things. And then I have to, it's like five 30 and I have to leave and I've been home all day and I'm like been in my cozy clothes and my, you know, my dog's here and my husband's coming home and then I have to leave and go to a shoot. And I hate that. And that's the hardest part that I have to deal with almost every day because I have to make myself get out the door and go take pictures. Um, but just reminding myself, like how excited I was when I booked the session um, helps a lot too. just kind of rereading the questionnaires I send my clients, um, and the emails and stuff, and just like getting that energy back from our hype when we were emailing back and forth about what to do that helps a lot. And, um, just like jamming out on the way there too, just like tuning, putting on some Taylor Swift and just listening to music <laughs> and getting in the groove for it helps. <laughs> yes, I love it. Yeah. I was just going to ask about when you're saying that, like, you know, so many people think like they're going to college and they're going to get a nine to five and that's what their life is going to look like. But I think there's a lot of people also that want to do something creative and the hours might not be that traditional nine to five. So how do you balance that? Cause you're married, you have a dog, like how do you, your wife, like that's just yeah. a lot. So how do you balance? Like you're not home every night. Yeah, it is. Or on the weekends. Yeah, I know. That is one of the hardest things. And even like this weekend, last weekend and this weekend, I had weddings and I came home from both of them. And I was like, I hate weddings. I'm never shooting them ever again. Like, why do I do this to myself? And I'm just caught up in the moment, you know? Um, But it's definitely hard coordinating like my hours with my husband's. Cause like I said earlier, you know, I'm leaving for a shoot in the evening when he's coming home or like, and it always inevitably ends up that he works an event on a weekend that I'm home. And then the next weekend he's home when I'm shooting a wedding. So it's just really hard, but we try our hardest to sit down as early as we can and look at our calendars and say, okay, you have a wedding, you have an event this weekend. And we literally put it on the calendar and say like nothing, like block it out. Like we're not doing anything, you know, whether we do like house projects or sit around or whatever, we're just making sure we're not cramming it full of other things. Um, and I also try to limit how many shoots I take during the week too, just so that I can not, I can be home some of those evenings or he plays hockey, on some of the evenings. So I try to do a shoot on those days when he's going to be gone so that like, we're both gone. Um, but sometimes it doesn't work out that way. And there'll be like a whole month where we go without seeing each other really, except for like crawling into bed. We're like night, babe, miss you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, it helps because he knows I'm doing what I love and I know I'm doing what I love. And so we just have to remind ourselves of that. Even like yesterday when I was leaving for a shoot, I was not feeling very like excited and motivated. And he's like, we're going to get through this slump. And I'm like, yes, we are. (laughs) So just having a good partner really helps. Yeah. Can you relate to that? I can relate. Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) She's like quiz time. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be like, yeah, I totally understand what that means. Well, do you understand? (laughs) Yeah, I do. do. Um, I'm curious, you shoot all kinds of shots. Like you do Mm -hmm. engagements, families, 
babies, weddings, all yeah. the things. What all are the bachelorette <laughs> trips in Nashville? Yeah. I don't know what the word is. What are the ones? Bo- that- boudoir. Is that what boudoir. it's called? Boudoir. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What I want to say boot boot how do other people say it? I forget. There's a funny way that they say it now. I, I can't think of how it try. is. <laughs> I was gonna say the naked one. <laughs> They're not, <laughs> They're not naked. <laughs> Anywho, I was gonna ask, what's your favorite kind of shoot to shoot? Um I would say I really love branding which is so, yeah, no, but that's one of the things that, um, I've, I mean, I've obviously done branding since 2019, at least Mm -hmm. when I started doing those like, um, headshots and everything for the real estate agents. And, but I really, really started to try to get more branding within the last, like maybe year. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think it's just such an interesting shift, I guess, from working with like mostly couples, um, and families, families are just really draining. <laughs> Otherwise they're, they're, they can be really fun, but I feel like that's why it's not my favorite is. Cause like, I walk away and I'm like, man, I am exhausted. And that was only a 30 minute shoot. Um, yeah. I'll take a two hour branding session any day, but a 30 minute family shoot. It's like, yeah. Um, anyways, so the brand- kids and maybe a mm-hmm. dog and you're trying to get everybody's attention and the kids don't listen or the kids are crying. And then you got like parents right over your shoulders, like yelling and getting their attention. And they're just trying to tune them out while I take pictures. Yeah. It's a lot. Um, but branding is really cool because you get to work with someone on like, think about it. Like me, I'm a business owner. My business is my baby. And so I'm working with people who feel the same way about their businesses and talk to them about what they love about their business, their colors, their vision, their, their slogan, like, um, the clients that they want to work with They're like, I don't know, just like, like I said, they're kind of their vision for their website and their social media. What do you want them to look like? And I help bring them to life mm-hmm. and just seeing them like have these photos to share for themselves and promote their business and like bring that success in for their business is so cool. Um, and you get to be like really creative, with, like flat lays and like overhead shots. And it's not always just like the person, you know, in the photos. So it's just, it's fun to be creative in a different way. Yeah. That is so cool. I hadn't thought about it. Cause like they're helping your business. They're paying you to take the pictures and they're saying Kaylee shot these, whatever, but you're helping them. Exactly. Really cool. I hadn't thought it's about like it. a full circle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it takes you back to like when you first started your business. So yeah. Yeah. And I have to get branding photos done for myself very frequently. So I have to be in front of the lens a lot. And I I think it helps that I do that because then they know, oh yeah, she, she has to get these photos done all the time. Like, you know, every, ever feel like every four to six months, I have to get new photos done because you just can't reuse the same ones. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I get them more frequently. So that's, that's a lot to keep up. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So you have a really successful business. You have certain things you love, but one thing that I love is you're always reaching out and trying to, um, help network with other photographers and like be a mentor. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so cool. I mean, obviously I'm not a photographer, but if I was, I'd need Kaylee to be my mentor. (laughs) What's like, what's your passion behind that? And then what is the new, like you start a new educational yeah, site and everything. Dropping. Yeah. <laughs> pricing guides are dropping on Friday. Cinco de Mayo. Um, so teaching, honestly, like I think once I started teaching yoga, it, I realized how much I really enjoy being in that educating space. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, I don't know, like authority would be a bad, a bad word because I don't, I'm not a know-it-all about yoga and I'm not a know-it-all about photography, but just being able to kind of take that stance of being like, Oh, I've been here. I know what you're feeling. Let me like help a you leader in your field. Yes, exactly. And just being able to provide some of that like insight of things that I've struggled with to help them. Like if I had me, when I was starting to give me all the tips and tricks of like, okay, when you're starting a business, when you're doing this, like do this, don't do this. Like this does not work. You know, I would have saved so much time, so much money on all of the things. If I had someone like myself, um, when I first started. And so, yeah, I, I had been doing education since like 2020, very lightly. Once reels were introduced to Instagram, I started doing reels and doing a lot of like educational things and not just for photographers, but even for clients, like this is how you pose. Don't forget to take your hair ties off your wrists, like things like that. Um, and I kind of like experimented with that at first and I really, really liked it. And I started getting into more like virtual one-on-one hour long, um, mentor sessions, 
um, where I could meet with people over the world. And I met with someone in Canada one time. That was really cool. Um, and just being able to connect with people that I never ordinarily would have because we don't live in the same city. Um, and just like share for our love photography, which is really, really cool. Yeah. That's so cool. So what are you doing? What's this new like launch that you had? So I didn't have, with all of that stuff being said, basically, I've been doing education for a few years, but it wasn't well advertised. I didn't have a spot for people to go directly to like my website or see it on my Instagram or anything like that to know that I'm an educator and know that I am a leader in this space that you guys can come to um, and ask for help and ask all the questions and stuff. And so I really wanted to, I rebranded my my actual photography website so that it was like up to date and more like in tune with who I am as a business owner. And I was like, I need to do the same with education because now I have so much content out there for other photographers and like blog posts and resources and affiliate links and all kinds of stuff that people need easy access to. And so that's when I rebranded like Kaylee Ely education and have like a full on website. That's completely separate from my photography page before they were like kind of crammed and it was like off on the side. And like I said, it was just not easy to get to. Um, so I just launched that website. When was that like March or something? something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And so then, um, I have like all these products that I've been waiting to add to my shop until I had the site launched. So now I have like a schedule for when things are going to start rolling out. And one of them is the pricing guys that's coming out on Friday. So, (laughs) well, that's so good because you're giving back things that you didn't also get through your education, like the business side of things, which is I think very important. And I'm always interested in like, obviously this whole podcast is based around like people don't all take the same path in life with college yeah. and all of that. But I think there's so many different ways to get an education mm-hmm. and to get the skills you need to do something. It's like some people might not go to a four-year and do photography. Like maybe mm-hmm. they just don't have the money, but mm-hmm. if they can pick up a camera and they can get basic skills and then they can yeah. use Kaylee Ellie education. <laughs> and they can go from there. Do the business side. Like, there you go. You yeah. need a partnership with SCAD. Like if y'all aren't going to take care of the business, I will. <laughs> right. Just send them my way. Right. <laughs> I totally should. That'd be funny. I mean, it's cool. Like I definitely don't think I regret going to SCAD and learning what I did there. And even just like, like the professors that I met there were really inspiring. And I had the ability to study abroad for three months, which was really cool as well. So, and just like the internships I had through SCAD and stuff like that was really fun. Um, I don't, I don't regret it. I definitely don't think it's necessary by any means. Um, but going to college provided me with like structure and a mindset about it. And that I don't think I would have had if I didn't go. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Makes sense. Yeah. It clicks with me. Um, where's the coolest place you've ever taken pictures? Oh gosh. Okay. (laughs) I have a couple. I have a couple. We'll let you have a few. The first, the first place that comes to mind is, is Mexico because I just got back from Mexico at the beginning of April. And that was just really cool because it's Mexico. So we shot on the beach, we shot in the jungle, we shot like at restaurants, we shot shot at this um, amazing Airbnb, Uh um, which was really pretty and had a pool. And it was just like, like the architecture and the way that they decorate everything inside is just totally not like what you'd see here in in Nashville. So it was just, yeah, I think that was one of the coolest spots, but the other really cool spot that I've shot that's local to Nashville is, um, Cummins falls. I don't actually really go there that much anymore because of how, um, elaborate, I guess it is because we had to be there as soon as they opened at 8am and it's like a three hour drive for me. Um, (laughs) And it's, it's like about an hour and a half long hike to get down to the falls. And then like, then obviously shooting and then an hour and a half hike back. So it's, and then another three hour drive home. So it's just a very like all day thing, but I went with some of my friends, um, and their dog, which was really cool. And we got some awesome photos and there was like nobody there. And it was, it was kind of like the highlight of my like, I still think about that shoot. I dream about it, no. <laughs> but I don't know if I'll do it again. <laughs> yeah. Check that off the bucket list. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like that you have an international one and you have just a right near a local one. one. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. And yeah. then obviously when you came to Tuscaloosa, 
Yes. <laughs> like the coolest. Dude, okay. I still have never shot a wedding in a coffee shop again. So that is so cool and that so unique. Amazing. And I still drink out of your coffee mug that you guys gave me every day. Aww. I love it. <laughs> That's so cool. I mean, it was unique. Yeah. It was unique. It was really cute and really beautiful. And I mean, who doesn't love a brunch wedding? Like what? Yeah. Yeah. It was so good. Oh my god. It was great. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Okay. I have a hard hitting question too. Okay. What is your all-time favorite book to recommend to people and what's your favorite like recent within the past year book to recommend to people goodness that is really hard curveball like this but she's constantly reading I'm constantly reading I also I read like six books at a time which is really bad but I read them in different formats so I it's easier for me to keep them separated like audiobook versus hardback versus like a business book that kind of stuff um okay are we talking like any category or like business or anything you want? How about a business and then non-business? Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. My business all time and like current favorite, like we'll scream this book from the rooftops is um, Big Magic um, by Elizabeth Gilbert. She's the one who wrote Eat, Pray, Love. Okay. It's so good. It's definitely geared more towards like your creative um, entrepreneur, but it's, like it's very inspiring. It gives you kick in the butt and very refreshing. So that one's good for business. Um, I really am on a fantasy kick right now. So I'd say within the last year, my favorite book that I read was the series was Akatar. Um, if I had to pick one, it would be the second one, which was a court of, um, Miss and Fury. So that's my recent within the year, like not work related book. Yeah. And, um, all-time favorite book oh that's difficult because <laughs> I could I could literally recommend a ton but I'm gonna go with seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo because yes. that book made me cry and I was not expecting crying at all but I have a photo I should send it to you guys when we hang up of literal <laughs> like red eyes like bawling tears yes. <laughs> I was just telling someone the other day that I don't reread books but because I just don't, I don't like to know, like, yeah. if I already know what happens. You're like, I already know what happens. Yeah. But I would read, like, that's a book that yeah. I'm going to read. Yeah. yeah absolutely. I've tried to top that book. Cause like, I don't want to be repetitive. Like, oh, y'all should read seven husbands. People are tired of hearing me say yeah. it. But there hasn't been anything that's topped it. It's so good. No. I mean, some of her other books are really good. Like I liked her one true loves book and maybe in another life, like those were good, but they were not seven husbands. Good. It's so same. it's not the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a romance girl for sure too. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> do you have any other questions? Yeah, before? I do. Okay. I was going to bring it back to, <laughs> to business. Back on topic. <laughs> Where do you, I mean, I hate this question actually, but I'm going to ask you anyway. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> I want to. Um, so you're in a great place with your business, but where do you, like, where do you see yourself in like five years? Like, where do you see things going like, do you want to do photography forever? I'm not looking for you to tell everyone you're quitting photography. No. Like, what are you pushing like, me to do something here? <laughs> I feel like people always kind of have a goal, especially business. Yeah. Like my yeah. dad owns a business and he's always thinking ahead. So yeah. like, do you Absolutely. have future goals? I do. Okay. Um, so that's what also why like, I'm what she's like, no, I knew <laughs> no, she actually would. <laughs> I don't think it passed tomorrow. Like that's yeah. it. Um <laughs> No, I think uh, I do have to put my blinders on day to day and not think past tomorrow. But if I were to think about what I want in the future, um, which is why I started really pushing the education side is because I would like to start backing off on shoots and only take shoots that I really, really am passionate about um, and be able to educate more um, photographers. But like in goal, something that I really would love to do. I don't know if you guys know who she is, but Jenna Kutcher is like hashtag goal. She was a photographer who turned into like marketing podcast host. Like she's a mom now. And like, I, I love everything that she does. And I feel like she just gets to like live life and like educate people on how, like how she does it. And it's just really fun. Um, so she's what I would like to do, but maybe like a business coach, because I feel like that's something that's related to what I do already. And half of my knowledge that I know from my business and photography can be applied to pretty much any other business. Um, I mean, not saying that it does, but I think that, um, I would like to kind of morph into that realm at some point. So maybe like more photography education and then business coaching. And then like, I'll be Jenna Kutcher. 
I could see yeah, it. Yeah, I can see it. <laughs> I don't know who she is, but I get the vibe of what yeah. she does. And you it. can go look up her page afterwards and you'll be like, okay, yeah, I can see Kayla okay. doing that. Okay. I hope. <laughs> yeah. But I think Kaylee and I are going to start a business. Did you get that vibe oh, from what together? she just said? But she wants to be a business coach. And you yeah. know, I want to be a career advisor. Oh. But I don't necessarily want to work in higher ed forever. I want to help yeah. you with their resumes, cover letters, figuring out what they want to do. Yeah. And then, say, and then you could, you know, be the business yeah. coach. The there we go and then once you get there to come get to me coffee. and <laughs> get fetch our coffee assistant. and 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 bring us back books to read too yeah right, right. <laughs> i'll be like i'm going to barnes and noble y'all what do you need yeah. i'll be like oh, i'm coming with you actually <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh that's so good okay i warned you that we're gonna ask you when was the last time you did something for the first time it's the Mexico trip because it was a photography retreat. Um, I guess I have two answers now that I'm thinking about it. Um, okay. One is the Mexico retreat because I'd never, ever done any kind of photography retreat. Like I've done singular content days here where you're just shooting for a couple hours in mm-hmm. Nashville, but I've never like traveled somewhere with people that I don't know specifically to just like shoot cool things. Yeah. Um, and I was going out of the country, which I had done that before, but like, I was nervous still because it's Mexico. Um, so that was the first, that was one thing. And then the other thing is I hosted a content day shortly after that. So just like last week, I'd never hosted a content day before. Um, and so me and another local photographer, we put on this like amazing, Oh, I think it's amazing styled shoot that had like three different setups and we had nine different photographers come Mm -hmm. and take pictures. And I'd never done that before. And it was really, it was really fulfilling to see like all the work and the visions that we put together for so long, like finally coming to life. And like everybody really enjoyed it. And now I'm seeing their photos, like they're still tagging me and things today. And it just makes me really happy. So those are two things I've never done before. Um, yeah. That's so good. That's so cool. Yeah. Believe that. And they're both pretty recent. Like when, when was the beginning of April and when was the end of April? So wow, look at you. I feel like relevant. (laughs) You're really out here trying new things. I am. (laughs) Well, I think after talking today, I even realized more, like you're just such a networker and like want to mentor others. And I think that's what I love because you can see that through your social media. And like, we obviously know you, but I think that's Mm -hmm. just one of the best things. Um, I do have another, I'm sorry. I yeah. keep thinking of questions. No. I actually did too. Okay. Like, okay, I'm cool. To... Okay. <laughs> but like your Instagram is pretty big. Yeah. Thanks. Like, I know it's weird. <laughs> but like, how did you like for someone who's thinking like, I want to do photography mm-hmm. and you're looking up to this Jenna person, Yes. but they might be looking up this to Jenna you. Person. Like how, how did you build that? It took a long time. But, um, a lot of it is trying. So like I would try something for a month and then like, see if I noticed any difference. It was just being consistent for that month, whatever it was, whether it was posting a reel every day, do it for a month, post a photo every day, do it for a month, like whatever it was, just try something and be consistent about it. Um, using hashtags helps a lot. It's kind of like, it's similar to SEO. It's not SEO, but it helps get your stuff out there. Um, and collaborating with other photographers and other, not even just photographers, but other, like, especially for when I do like wedding stuff, like hair and makeup artists, wedding ven- venues by doing things like styled shoots, you don't have to have a thousand followers to do, um, a content day. You can do one by yourself on a smaller scale and still collaborate with a florist and that kind of stuff. And then they're going to be showing your work, sharing your work and putting it on their website. Um, and then the other thing that's helped me a lot recently has been Pinterest, which is super weird, but it's like, the eternal, like keeps giving back to you. You put a photo up there and it's like, it's not like Instagram where once it gets past, you know, your feed, then people don't see it anymore, but Pinterest, like it'll keep refreshing. And, um, it's, it's a really big help. So yeah, doing those three things, like being consistent, um, collaborating with other like vendors and Pinterest are my three biggest things that helps me, like has helped me grow and continue to help me grow. Yeah. I've heard Pinterest is an underrated Marketing oh, tool. super. Yeah. And that's one of Jenner's, Jenna's thing that she pushes too. Yeah. <laughs> Jenner, I know <laughs> she definitely like, I learn a lot of my Pinterest strategies from her too. She has like a Pinterest course and everything like email blasts that go out about it. So. Wow. That's so yeah. cool. Yep. So you cool. said you had another question. Well, I'm just, I just, we love Nashville, you know, that's our place. Yep. It's fun. Um, it's a fun place to be. Absolutely. But there's so many creative people there. How do you stand out among 
millions of people who are flocking there all the time. Yeah. That's all that's real native. I know. Yeah. And I'm like, back off people. I've been here my whole life. Okay. (laughs) Your space. (laughs) This is my territory. Right. (laughs) No. Um, uh, there is enough work for us to go around. I know sometimes it doesn't feel that way, but it is not a competition. There are so many, there is a photographer out there for everyone. Um, and I have to remind myself of that because even like I said, when those, like, you know, when I don't have my weddings book that I want to book, I'm like, okay, I know that they're going to come in there. Just have the right clients. haven't found me yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but standing out from other national photographers definitely has to do with just, um, obviously the way that I edit. Um, it also comes down to even just like availability and pricing and personality. I feel like that was a lot, but basically when you're just like you guys were looking for a photographer, when you go to someone's page and like, you don't really get their personality, it doesn't matter how much they cost. Like you don't necessarily want to hire them to shoot your wedding or shoot your proposal. If you don't like who they are, (laughs) you know, even if you like the way that they edit. Right. And so I think by me showing my personality so much on my page and not just keeping it about work, but like actually coming on there and talking about the books I'm reading and like showing the nails that I did over the weekend or showing pictures of my dog or whatever, like making it a more like, um, welcoming space. I feel like people know who I am and they're like, Oh, this girl's fun. She's cool. I like her. I like to read. We'll vibe. Let's book her. You know? No, I think you're right. Like it does. There's a photographer, every photographer for everyone. And I, I guess when I was looking like I, you, it's not like you're the first one that popped up. Yeah. I mean, There's or, lots of us here. So yeah. I would be surprised, <laughs> but, but I mean, I mean, you were definitely like one of the first couple, mm-hmm. but yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm sure I do remember like, Oh yeah. I'm not that person. Yeah. Like, they're not like, very fun. <laughs> boring. Like yeah. their posts yeah. are boring. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, you're right. And just being able to like, trust them. Like once you, I feel like, especially for big moments like that, you know, you're, you're more likely to trust someone like me who shows up and talks to to you, to you guys when I'm not really talking directly to you guys, but just talking to a prospective client and you guys can see who I am. You guys can see the sneak peeks that I'm posting on my stories and see the galleries that I'm delivering and see the work that I'm editing. Like you can see all that stuff and trust me immediately by like the things I'm like my presence on social media. Yeah. Yeah. And the amount of content, it's not like, Oh, she's only ever done one wedding. (laughs) <laughs> one yeah. engagement dude I know I'm so far behind on posting weddings I'm like I haven't even posted anything from November of last year so <laughs> do you have, I'm like do you keep catching up like do you know how many weddings you've done um I could probably go back and look if I wanted to okay but... I just didn't know if it was like uh you kept a tally on your wall or something no no I don't I feel like I I should but I don't I have like a board that I use to track like what I've done for each wedding like I've sent them their gift I've sent them their sneak peeks like we had our timeline call um so I could go back and count those pretty easily but I don't have it on my wall or anything yeah that's okay. We'll let you off the hook. That's another thing you okay, do that makes you unique. I've never heard a photographer that like is so well-intentioned. Organized. Yeah, organized. <laughs> yes. You know what the best thing was? I hope people are listening that are like planning a wedding because I'm going to get you some business. <laughs> oh, but, yeah. I'm planning a wedding. <laughs> Ooh. Um, when you were making our timeline of the day, like just a tentative timeline, you put our picture from our oh, I know as the background of the timeline and I was like she did not have to take the time to do that but it was like there's no question like we did not have a big budget wedding but it was like no matter what it costs we're gonna pay for every cent of the mile that we have to get there. like she's gonna be there. it wasn't a question yeah. it was okay Kaylee's gonna share a wedding Kaylee costs <laughs> this much let's see how much everything yeah. <laughs> I, one of us was like how much is it gonna cost and we were like it doesn't matter well, whatever it really takes yeah. to get her here so much remember she's like oh you need to do like move your hair like yes she's oh yeah I got you girl I got you yeah (laughs) I try that's what I'm here for you just making like attention to detail is one of those things you kind of have to have as a photographer and that doesn't mean I'm not perfect things get missed sometimes but but most of the time like yeah you got to be on it because you guys are going to notice that stuff too and creating a amazing client experience for you guys is one of the things I actually really enjoy that's kind of why I was like I want to be a business coach because I'm doing things that you know I'm not just talking about photographers but like how can you make this client experience better you know by doing things like having a photo on the timeline instead of just a blank white word document you know yeah (laughs) Not that I would have known the difference, but when I saw it, no. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Right. But now that you know that that's the option, you're like, okay, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I've been saying for a while now, privately, um, that customer <laughs> service is dead, but Kaylee still has great service. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> if you're looking for customer service, come to Kaylee. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. I know. I agree with you. Customer service is not uh, the best anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's all automated. It's so frustrating. Tell me about but it. We don't yeah. have time for this right now. <laughs> uh, okay. Real quick. People can find you at Kaylee Ely Photography. That's C-A-Y-L-E-I-G-H-E-L-Y Photography. Mm-hmm. Focus podcast. Anywhere yep. else that I need to tell them? I'm on TikTok. I'm trying to be on TikTok. Oh. Um, and it's the same. I think it's Kaylee Ely Photography on TikTok. That was my 2023 goal was to be more present on TikTok. And I'm, I do more book related things on TikTok because that's how I'm trying to entice people to follow me on TikTok is because I don't share a lot of the book talk stuff on Instagram. Mm -hmm. So yeah, TikTok. You need to do a book photo shoot. Okay. The, the, the visions that I have had, I wanted our Nashville public library is beautiful. And I really want to get someone in there. I just, I, I wish I could find a couple that like loves books as much as I do to make it like authentic to them. Instead of just being like, Hey, you guys are available. Can you model for me? Even though you actually never have picked up a book since middle school. Yeah. Right. Right. So yeah, that's just who I am. I'm an overachiever. So (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, if you can't find anyone and you just need to shoot some people, we'll be there in June. So Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> we can take a trip over to the library, Yeah, the library, if they even let us shoot in there anymore. I haven't even looked, but yeah, that's, there's like even like public garages and stuff that we can't shoot on anymore because people overuse them and then they don't clean up after themselves and then it ruins it for everyone. So that makes sense. Yeah. What a bummer. I know. Okay. Well, everyone needs to follow you subscribe all Thanks. all the things thank you. you know anyone getting married Haley travels yeah yes i do yes so, thank you guys uh, you guys like made me feel really good about myself <laughs> this is what i needed today <laughs> i'm glad thank you so much for taking time to talk with yeah. us you're the best we appreciate absolutely you. of course sharing. thank you for thinking of me too this is cool i love that you guys are doing this we're trying you know <laughs> and now we're learning from the best we have a professional podcaster on yeah exactly yeah I don't it's it's weird calling myself professional podcaster but it's I've been doing it over a year so I guess so <laughs> I think you can call yourself that cool <laughs> well thank you Kaylee thank yeah you. thank you I've never recorded on thank y'all for listening to this episode of first you can find us on Instagram at first the podcast um you can listen every monday morning we release new episodes at 6 a.m rate us review us on um, spotify apple and recommend to your friends thank you see you next week